the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tariffs on Mexico tomorrow, saying the U.S. ally will take, quote, strong measures to reduce the flow of Central American illegal immigrants into the U.S. Acting Department of Homeland Security Secretary Kevin McAleenan says Mr. Trump's get-tough posture won the day. The president put a charge in this whole dialogue with Mexico, with, with the tariff threat, brought them to the table. Uh, the foreign minister from Mexico arrived within hours. Uh, he arrived the next day with real proposals on the table. He was a guest on Fox News Sunday. Chinese state media says the government will establish a new system to protect China's technology as the U.S. restricts the access of Chinese companies to American technology in a spiraling trade dispute. Chinese are well known for stealing technology from foreign countries. This is SRN News. Stumped for a great Father's Day gift? Here's a couple of cliches you can cross off your list. Deluxe shaving kit and novelty coffee mug. Now here's something unique. Tickets to Dive In, Dinner and Discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. An exclusive evening with a former White House staffer and Fox News contributor. Plus, dinner is included with every ticket. Get a couple for Dad at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Minnesota's Closet and Storage Concepts. Just past 1 p.m. on this Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities. For your forecast today, high of 71 degrees, a low of 52 degrees with chances of showers throughout the day. And the best and longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on the Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. Because each week the Narn brings you the best in local, political, and conservative news talk. Speaking of the Narn, the Brad Carlson Show of the Northern Alliance Radio Network gets started right now. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You'd like to weigh in via Twitter? Hey, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow. With any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in after a... uh, Downright hot, humid day yesterday. It's uh, is it even seventy degrees? I think you said it was what, Jason, sixty three uh, degrees. Or high of seventy one. Okay, but I mean, give that's, or accept- t- that's here in Egan. Now, granted, like if you're in Chaska or if you're up in Dayton, where I live, might be a little bit different. But yeah, the last two days before today, I was by the pool all day long. Yesterday, it was fantastic. I, I was just say now that yeah, yesterday would have been a great pool day. I was actually here in the Patriot bunker for a little while with, uh, with Mitch Burgess. Yeah, right. yeah. So uh, I was actually working indoors, and then. Uh, I uh, had some errands to run for uh, for family and whatnot, and then uh, had to pick up a few uh, things. Got uh, it, tis a season for open house season. A lot of graduation yes. open houses. Yes. We have one to attend today, so uh-huh. I had to get some stuff for for that as well. Gotcha. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's busy time of year, but um, yeah, it's a good time. Of year. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. These fluorescent lights that we have in here give a give a good tan. So you know, do they really? No, uh, not at all. I was going to say, I better wear. If so, I better wear a hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, a lot to get to uh, this week, as there always is. Uh, and by the way, we've got some guests coming up. Uh, Salem Twin Cities General Manager Nick Anderson will be joining the broadcast in the last segment of this hour, about one, yeah, about one fifty. I would suspect one forty five, one fifty, to promote a event coming up this Saturday at Discovery Bay. 
at the Minnesota Zoo. I'm old enough to remember when the Minnesota Zoo was brand new. They call, they used to call it the New Zoo. Yeah, when did it open? 1978, I okay. believe. And I think I went there. This would have probably been a third or fourth grade field trip. Gotcha. And I remember when it was brand new, and they called it the New Zoo for the longest time. And then after a few years, it's like, okay, it's not new anymore. It's the Minnesota Zoo. Right. Because so. <laughs> I'm guessing like Como Park's been around longer than yes, the Minnesota Zoo. Exactly. So that was the original zoo. I mean, I'm probably what they're with. Yeah, I, I haven't really been there since probably a third or fourth grade field trip or okay. something like that. It's been a while. Yeah, I know my wife is uh, was participating in some charity events where they met at the zoo. And then it was like the, uh, what was the big three-day breast mm-hmm. cancer walk? I remember right. they started there one year. And so I think that may have been the last time I was there and I obviously didn't tour it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyways, I have not been to this new venue, Discovery Bay. From what I understand, it is pretty pretty outstanding it, where you're surrounded by yeah. a million gallons it of water. It sounds intimidating. Oh my goodness, yeah. So I'm going to be checking that out. Uh, again, that's the uh, dive-in, a dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who can be heard in these very airwaves. AM 1280, the Patriot weekdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. He also worked in the uh, Trump administration. And I I love personal stories. I want to hear about his family's quest to flee a communist country. Yeah. That, that's what I'm really intrigued by. Absolutely. And, and he'll probably get into that. Obviously, the 2020 elections are pretty much in full swing. He'll be talking about what's at stake there and what to expect. So it's I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Nick's going to be on to promote it, give you some extra special information. I've got some clarifications i got to run by Nick. So we're getting the boss on today, so we better be on our best behavior, I guess. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I'm, I'm nervous. I'll yeah. admit, I'm, nerv- I'm very nervous. Well, just be sure that uh, you don't hang up on him when you put him on hold. That could uh, – now, now, I'm, now I'm making you uh, paranoid about that. I yep, apologize. I'm uh, shaking in my boots. <laughs> we'll make it work, I'm sure. But I do want to get to perhaps one of the bigger news stories. And one news story that we've been covering – quite a bit since the tragedy took place about 16 months ago. Of course, I'm referring to the school shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, back on Valentine's Day 2018, uh, where 17 people were killed and other 17 were injured. And like a lot of shootings of this magnitude, it has really taken on kind of a, uh, well, it was an opportunity for, of course, let's face gun-grabbing politicians to demagogue it and use it to to exploit for political purposes. And, of course, you've got the virtue-signaling celebrities uh, were in on it. But there was a new group of activists that came out of this, the students. Now, I may vehemently disagree with the students' viewpoint on guns, but as far as I'm concerned, they have my attention. They have my utmost respect when they convey what they have to say. Now, if their ideology is completely loony, like David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez, two of the more prolific uh, guests on these uh, cable news networks, I'm going to challenge them on it, okay? Because if you're going to come for my rights, and if you're going to come for my guns, if I own guns, which I'm neither confirming nor denying, uh, you're going to have a fight in your hands, rhetorically speaking. You're going you're gonna to have to come with some, with some, with some facts if you're going to come after my rights. And so that's where the battleground was was drawn is because these kids were given a platform. And by the way, this is just an aside. There's so many areas I could go in this. There have been a couple students, one young lady who was in, I think, in college, and another young man who obviously was attending Stoneman Douglas High School at the time of the tragedy, so overwhelmed, some say survivor's guilt, whatever, that took their own lives. So there's been some serious shockwaves, ripple effects, if you will, that have taken place because of this tragedy. And this idea that we were putting these young people up on a national stage for the adults to to use them as, let's face it, political props, to me it was highly irresponsible. And But yet there's an agenda within the media and gun-grabbing politicians, and we know what that is, to try to undermine Second Amendment rights. So I say all this to say, that there, in the meantime, there has been an investigation taking place into the actions or non-actions, if it were, as it were, of Scott Peterson, the armed resources officer, on campus that day. Because at, here, here's the, here's my biggest. I've I've got a lot of issues with with jumping to conclusions after mass shootings, but not the least of which is everybody jumps to their own conclusions right away, and almost. To a man, they especially on the gun grabber side, they they turn out to be false. Because 
any law they propose would not have stopped the shooting that they're attempting demagogue, but because they're given a platform by the gun-grabbing media, it's all good. They're never meant to apologize. So one of the things that had to be sorted out is like, wait a minute, there is an armed resource officer on campus to provide security. So when this gunman, and again, we have a longstanding policy on this show to never give the name of a perpetrator of a spree killing. When the gunman entered the campus, where, where was this armed resource officer when he heard shots fired? Well, it was later ascertained that not only did he not go in and engage the shooter, that he basically, I don't want to say run and hid, but uh, sought safety. So again, you know, and Mitch talked about this on his show yesterday, and I'm not going to sit here and, you know, some people call him the Broward coward or coward. You know, I promoted today's show by the song lyrics of Kenny Rogers' song, Coward of the County. Okay, that may be a little heavy-handed, but because you don't know how you're going to react until something like that happens. But I will say this. This is what, what, did, you, what did he think he was supposed to do if he was on campus and was given a gun? What? You got to know what you're signing up for. Yeah, got to know what you're signing up for. So, again, this was this was a question that had to be answered. But of course, it was largely drowned out because the gun control crowd, with their loud voices and willing accomplices in the media, were too busy trying to you know doing with their never again and exploiting these kids for their for their purposes. So, I I again this all. I promise that this is leading to something. I just get into a stream of consciousness when I talked about this because we've talked so, about so many layers of the story. But this is from the New York Times, and uh, the New York Times put together a, a, a fantastic piece detailing uh, all of this uh, situation. I'll read uh, from the beginning. As bullets ricocheted and bodies fell in the hallways and classrooms at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School last year, Deputy Scott Peterson was outside the building. Instead of storming in after the 19-year-old gunman, he retreated to a position of safety. For more than a year after the February 2018 attack in Parkland, Florida, grieving parents have demanded that Mr. Peterson, along with the gunman who killed 17 and injured 17, be accountable in what would prove to be one of the nation's worst school shootings. On Tuesday, law enforcement responded with a sweeping list of charges that resulted in Mr. Peterson's arrest. His alleged crime? failing to protect the students. America's long history of mass shootings have brought a variety of responses, calls for tighter gun laws, civil lawsuits against companies that manufacture guns and firearm components, none of which will ever stop motivated spree killers, by the way, uh, and collective mourning. But Tuesday's charges represented a highly unusual case of a lawman arrested for failing to save lives. Around Parkland, whose politically engaged students helped launch a national student movement for more gun control, there was both surprise and satisfaction. I have no comment except to say, rotten hell, Fred Gutenberg, who emerged as an outspoken gun control activist after his daughter Jamie died in the attack, wrote on Twitter. You could have saved some of the 17, Mr. Gutenberg added, addressing Mr. Peterson. You could have saved my daughter. You did not, and then you lied about it, and you deserve the misery coming your way. Mr. Peterson, age 56, who has been who had been suspended in the immediate aftermath of the attack and later resigned, faces 11 charges of neglect of a child, culpable neg- culpable negligence and perjury. He was booked into the Broward County Jail with a bond of $102,000. Okay, uh we have heard of a lot of officer involved shootings where a police officer will shoot a citizen, and there's the standard, they're put on paid administrative leave, there's an internal affairs investigation, and then it's ascertained from that whether a a county's attorney or a state's attorney wants to file charges against the officer. And typically, police officers have a high liability threshold. That's just how it is. And all too often, we've seen officers be acquitted when shooting a citizen. And there have been some very questionable officer-involved shootings where the officer was not given any sort of punishment. Okay? You know, a, a glaring 
exception, of course, is Officer Muhammad Noor, the former Minneapolis police officer who was recently given 12 years. I, I can't believe I can't remember if it was second or third degree murder of the shooting of Justine Damon uh, Ruschek and uh, Ruschek Damon. And then I believe he's also brought up an involuntary manslaughter charges. And I think, like I say, I think he was given about 12 years. That seems to be a glaring exception. Not a lot of officers given much jail time, much punishment, much less 12 years. But the fact an officer didn't react to a shooter and didn't go in to protect victims of a crime, this, I can't remember a precedent for this. So, but there is precedence for lawsuits being brought forth against law enforcement not protecting citizens. What's resulted from those? Well, we'll take a little bit of look at a little bit of look at that and kind of maybe ascertain what could come from these charges. And hey, we're willing to hear your perspective on this as well. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag #NarnShow hashtag #NARNShow. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure. One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails. Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery. Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise downriver with friends on a paddleboard. No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north. Only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Varicose and spider veins. What a gift from my mom. She had them and I got them. Not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? That was it. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. The best part is, Vein Clinics of America is coming to the Twin Cities this spring, and most insurance is accepted. So if you have tired, swollen, and painful legs, or suffer from embarrassing varicose and spider veins like I did, you can now get world-class treatment for your legs right here in the Twin Cities at Vein Clinics of America. To learn more about location openings, call 800-593-4411. 800 593 4411. That's 800-593-4411. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before, and they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy. Radio! Need a roof? JTR Roofing. Need siding? JTR Roofing. How about windows? JTR Roofing. The name's not big enough. It should be JTR Roofing, Siding, and Windows. They'd rather have a name that's too small than a price that's too big. For a free estimate, go to roofwithjtr.com. That's roofwithjtr.com. Welcome back, Camp 12 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson, closing out weekends on Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. And here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter as well. Hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, thanks for tuning in. Talking about the arrest 
and criminal charges brought against Deputy Scott Peterson. He, of course, was the armed resource officer at Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, who did not react nor engage the gunman who killed 17 people on campus. He is being brought up on charges. Now, we've talked a little bit about, in this, well, I was reading from a New York Times story, and they've talked about how mass shootings have resulted in civil lawsuits against companies that manufacture guns and firearm components. I, I believe there was one company that was uh, found guilty of charges in the aftermath of Sandy Hook, the gunman who uh, killed several uh, young people. And I'm talking young people, first graders, just gut-wrenching that one, given how young the victims were. Uh, there was, I believe, a firearms manufacturer that was found guilty of charges. I don't know if it's still in the appeals process or what. So there have been civil lawsuits, but this, as New York Times story uh, details, uh, seems to be uh, an anomaly, if not completely unprecedented. Uh, experts say that criminally charging a law enforcement officer for allegedly being negligent in his response to a mass shooting is new ground. This is the first time I've seen somebody uh, so charged like this, said Clinton R. Van Zant, a former profiler with the FBI and an expert on mass shootings. I think that every police officer, sheriff, and FBI agent understands that you have to go to the threat and stop it and that we are no longer going to wait for SWAT or set up perimeters. The Department of Law Enforcement said its inquiries show that Mr. Peterson did not investigate the source of the gunshots, retreated during the shooting while victims were still under attack, and directed other law enforcement officers to remain 500 feet away from the building. The sweeping investigation included interviews with 184 witnesses, along with reviews of video surveillance to piece together what officials acknowledged was a slow and chaotic law enforcement response. Officials added a perjury charge alleging that Mr. Peterson knowingly made a false statement while under oath in stating that he did not hear shots fired after he arrived at the 1200 building, except for the first two or three shots he heard. The warrant portrayed Mr. Peterson, the only armed guard on campus, as an officer with a wealth of active shooter training who knew the gunman was inside but did not go in to try to stop him as he killed and injured students and staff. It details a series, a series of students and faculty who remembered seeing Mr. Peterson outside. So the evidence is pretty overwhelming. It's pretty damning. I don't think that's the issue here. But what I think you're going to have to consider is precedent on this, past legal decisions. And you can, you can look any of these up, whether it's uh, Lozita versus New York City, uh, Castle Rock versus Gonzalez, uh, DeShaney versus uh, Winnipeg, uh, County, Winnebago County, excuse me. These are specific cases where an officer was criminally charged for not assisting citizens, whether citizens were under attack, um, whether they were being robbed, burglarized. There was one instance where there was a, uh, a, a woman being sexually assaulted, and they believe the police a acted negligently or didn't act at all. And there has been... A lot of these rulings have come down, including some that have gone right to the Supreme Court, where it basically says that these police officers have no constitutional duty to protect these citizens, basically putting their, their lives on the line. And again, these are, these are actual legal cases that have been adjudicated. So if precedent is any indication, again, I'm the furthest thing from a legal beagle. I can never emphasize that enough. I feel like I say that every show, but it, it never stops being less true. Uh, I, I don't see how these particular charges, you know, the, again, these are charges that are levied, but I don't see how they're going to res, be result in, result in convictions. And so that's why I said from the outset, this case will be very interesting to watch because it's going to have a lot of ramifications riding on it, not only politically, but legally. So from a legal standpoint, this will just further confirm other precedents that 
police officers have no constitutional duty to protect citizens if indeed uh, Scott Peterson is not found guilty of any of these charges. Or if he's not brought, uh, yeah, if he's not sentenced. But from a political standpoint, what are so what are some of the prevailing chanting points that the gun grabbers will convey? Well, why, why, why do you need why why do citizens need a firearm? That's what we got police for. Only only police and and, and military are uh, should should be able to handle firearms. Should be allowed to handle firearms. Well, again, if this if these precedents hold up, and once again are used to allow Scott Peterson to escape conviction on these charges, all right, well, then that flies in the face of that chanting point of police having a police no longer, you know, of only police should be able to be allowed to carry firearms, police and military. Okay, that that blows that up right away. And another thing is this is a gun-free, this Stoneman Douglas High School was a gun-free zone. Well, if teachers have some sort of opt-in provision, I believe Florida passed a law that that allowed teachers to to carry if they so desire. And that would go a long way in stopping a lot of these spree killings because they all take place in gun-free zones where guns are prohibited. Well, again, it sounds overly simplistic, but it's absolutely true. Criminals and those motivated to kill others don't obey a lot of laws because they pretty much know that this may that'll be the end of their lives as they as they know it, whether it's taking their own lives or being willing to go to jail. And that's a, and that's another thing here is Scott Peterson. Sure, he probably feared for his life, but you know we've had Peter Johnson on the show quite constantly, and the one thing he likes to emphasize is professional violence, any kind of violence, whether it's with a firearm, whether it's with a blunt object, whatnot. In most cases cause a shooter to flee or take their own lives. Because when a shooter is intent on a spree killing, they are planning on going uninterrupted for several minutes. They know a police will eventually get there, but they figure, okay, I got about 10, 15 minutes before police get here. Let's see what I can do. All right, but if it's suddenly interrupted, if their plan is interrupted, like at the Sutherland Springs Church uh, a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, I think it was, where a former NRA instructor engaged the gunman who then fled in his vehicle and ended up taking his own life. How many more? I think in 26 ended up being killed in that one, but how many more could have been killed? See what I'm saying here? And all the gun, all the gunman or all the, um, a citizen did was engage the gunman, just fired a shot toward him. And it just completely uh, eradicated his entire plan. So my point here is, if police officers don't have a constitutional duty to protect me, and I'm sitting in a place that doesn't allow firearms, okay, and it's a wide open, basically a soft target, okay, because typically students in a high school, they're focused on doing their schoolwork or listening to a teacher, whatever, so they're otherwise occupied, it's it's a soft target, because the gunman knows that there's no firearms there. So if you're saying a, a, a... officer has no constitutional duty to protect me, even though he has a firearm and even though he has been trained in active shooter training like Deputy Peterson had, then you're telling me that I, I shouldn't be allowed to carry a gun? That That's just ludicrous. And so, again, that's why I say a lot is going to be riding on this legally, you know, to see if they cite these other precedents, because there's a lot of precedents out there where officers uh, escape any kind of sentencing to jail because they cite that they don't have a constitutional duty to protect citizens. But then, like I say, from a political standpoint, when the gun grabbers continue to say, well, you know, only police and military should be allowed to carry guns. Oh, really? Well, a policeman was carrying a gun here, but yet he wasn't under any any kind of obligation by law, by law, court of law, to protect me. So you're saying I should be there, just be there like a sitting duck? And again, there could be no one carrying a gun in a gun-free zone you know, whether it be a place of employment or a school, okay? If there, if it is, if people just have the option to carry, but say no one is carrying, just the slight possibility that somebody might be means someone motivated to commit a spree killing probably isn't going to do it at that place. Okay, I don't know what the statistics are, but we've had Peter Johnson on the broadcast. Maybe he'll text me. But uh, the odds are reduced significantly almost nothing 
that a spree killing will take place if a building, school, workplace, whatever, is not a gun-free zone. So, again, this is something uh, we're going to be uh, taking a look at to be sure, but uh, the fact that an officer in charge of protecting people during a mass shooting is being brought up in criminal charges, that one does seem to be very rare, if not uh, completely unprecedented. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh day. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. I'm closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network program, as I do each and every weekend. You can catch my friend King Banyan on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m. It is The King Banyan Show. Again, that's on AM 1440. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM 1280 The Patriot. He is the headliner edition, heard Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. I am the closer. Closing out weekends on this very station, uh, also 1 to 3 p.m., but on Sundays. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter as well, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, we do want to get to a caller on line one. Dan is calling from Maple Lake. Hi, Dan. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Hey, Brad. Now I'm in Annandale. 
<laughs> Annadale, okay. You dri- I see yeah, you're driving, I okay. Yeah, you were on hold so long, you were in Maple Lake, now you're in Annandale, okay. I'd, I'd get a little worried if you're in Plymouth. A mess. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. A, yeah, I got all turned around, road construction, but I think I'm on the right road again. Fantastic. Um, my wife works for Hennepin County. I don't think the population knows what's going on in Hennepin County with this forced feeding of uh, white privilege, re-education, diversity education, and now they have what I call diversity police. And if you don't subscribe to white privilege as the cause of societal ills, which they should shove down their you know, throats at every meeting, um, my wife and some others were singled out in a meeting because the, the leader of the meeting said, anybody believe that you hire people according to their competency, stand over here, and everyone else who doesn't think you should stand over there. Well, five, six people thought you should be hired by your competency, and 35 thought not. And uh, a young lady was offended that my wife is a Christian and believes in God, of course, and that and uh, she identifies as an American Indian, though she doesn't look Indian. My wife said, well, you don't, you know, whatever, it's a long story. But the real problem is diversity police visited my wife at work told her she needs to go through more diversity training. Okay. And this celebration of the Gay Pride Month, public libraries are asking people to renew their card, get a new card, a Gay Pride card. And so, I mean, all this baloney, it's just going to get progressively worse. Is there anything constitutional? Is this constitutional that you have to subscribe to a lifestyle and promote a lifestyle as a library worker? And if you don't, you will face disciplinary action. You know, it just seems so antithetical to constitutional rights as an American citizen. Well, yeah, that's exactly right, Dan. We appreciate the phone call. Yeah, obviously, there's uh, I mean, the Civil Rights Act basically precluded anyone from being uh, discriminated against based on their uh, you know, race, religion, gender, uh, all of that. So this would kind of seem to fly in the face of that. And, and my Northern Alliance Radio Network colleague, Mitch Berg, I thought I spoke on this as eloquently as anybody. He put together a post on Facebook. I, want to, I can't can't recall what when it was about a month or two ago, talking about you know di- talking about diversity. You know, diversity in and of itself is not a bad thing, provided that the group of individuals, diverse individuals, are all pulling towards the same goal. You know, that could be a goal. Goal if you're part of a corporation. You're all going in the same direction. You know, you want to be as profitable a company as you can. That's why companies are in business. So if you're all moving towards that same goal and putting in implementing the same game plan, then diversity in and of itself is a strength. But if you're just diversity for being the sake of diverse and some members of the of a company, well, we can't implement this part of the game plan because it goes against our worldview or what have you, well, then then you're not moving toward the same goal. So then diversity at that point is a weakness. You know, and again, I I apologize if I'm not representing Mitch's commentary well, but it was a very well-written commentary he put together on Facebook, basically saying diversity in and of itself doesn't make, uh, doesn't essentially make any group stronger, not necessarily, if you're not moving toward the same vision, if you don't have the same vision for, you know, whatever you're trying to accomplish. So yeah, Dan, I, I, I'd, I'd venture to say that that sounds ripe for a lawsuit that if you only are hired based on race or religion or gender, yeah, that, that obviously flies in the face of laws that are on the book. So we appreciate the phone call, appreciate the heads up on that. Uh, I do want to, uh, we got. I failed to get to a, a big story from this past week, a uh, another, uh, shall we say, doxing incident. There's been some incidents of that where do, where uh, doxing is basically threatening to reveal the identity and whereabouts uh, of an individual that chooses to remain anonymous. And you know, there's been some high profile incidents that have taken place over the past you know couple of years. Uh, you remember, of course, um, 
you remember, of course, uh, I'm trying to think when it was. I think it was a. I think this was two years ago now, where there was back when uh, Trump was well, well, long before he was president. Obviously, uh, he participated in a, a WWE wrestling match where he got into a confrontation with Vince McMahon, and he, I think he body slam Vince McMahon or threw him something th- like that. He, yeah. he showed up on like Monday night raw or yeah. something like for that. And they superimposed CNN's logo on Vince <laughs> McMahon. And it was like Trump was body slamming the CNN guy. Hilarious. Very funny. But of course the media takes it as, Oh my God, Trump is encouraging violence against the media. If, if you're that dumb and you can't understand that that's entertainment parody satire, Granted, I think it's below the office of the president. I do. But if you can't understand that that is just pure satire and even, dare I say, comedy entertainment, okay, I, I question you. I, I question whether you have enough IQ points to function in society. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just got to call it like it is. Well, apparently, someone tracked down the originator of that little GIF. It was, it was made into a GIF. And... They basically said, "Look, this threatens this purport- or threatens violence against media a media outlet like CNN." And no, it doesn't. And they basically made the guy apologize. And the CNN basically said, "Well, we reserve the right to name him if he does something like this again." So this these individuals at CNN kind of made themselves moral arbiters, determining. What is and what is not acceptable behavior? So they threatened to, to identify him. And, of course, because the media is good at getting the mob all enraged, saying, oh, can you believe Trump? Not only is he calling CNN fake news now, now he's advocating for violence against CNN. And then leftists are that, and they use that as an excuse to commit violence. They pretty much have said as much. They said that someone being a Nazi, well, that gives us the right to physically assault that person. No, it doesn't. I'm being being a Nazi is morally repugnant. I'll give you that, but it don't give you a right to punch him. Sorry, it doesn't. So I bring all this up because there was a incident that took place. Let me see if I can uh, find it there. Well, a couple weeks ago, Nancy Pelosi had given a press conference and there was a video that was released that kind of slowed down her speech and made it appear as if Nancy Pelosi was intoxicated while she was granting an interview. And the video was clearly doctored, and it was shared all over Twitter. Well, apparently, there was uh, someone suspected, uh, a guy at the Daily Beast by the name of Kevin Polson, suspected it was a Russian troll behind the drunk Pelosi viral video. Well, it turns out the guy's a forklift operator from the Bronx who's been secretly running hard-right news outlets across social media for years, and he's not a Russian, and basically outed the guy. I mean, the guy, no one took that video seriously. No one thought it was authentic. Again, if you did, you're not paying close enough attention to what's going on. And I bring all this up because, you know, President Trump occasionally refers to the media as the enemy of the people. And I don't like that because that's to imply that it's uh, state-run media, that they're being directed to disseminate news in a certain way. Do these people have their biases? Sure. Does that come across in their reporting? Absolutely. Enemy of the enemy of the people? Uh, I bristle at that. I don't like that. But having said that, there it's getting harder and harder to defend when they're threatening to dox private citizens or flat out do it because these citizens are showing even tacit approval of Trump or doing something that Trump likes, you know, like making a gif of Trump body slamming someone with a CNN head. And there was another one. Uh, let me, there was a uh, woman in Florida. I don't know if you remember this. This uh, took place. Washington Examiner talked about this. Yeah, this was a year and a half ago. CNN went and confronted a a female Trump supporter to tell her she was part of Russia's election meddling. Basically went to her front yard. She was standing in her front yard, confronted her. And and again, she's an elderly, elderly woman. I'll read a part of the story. Again, this is from a year and a half ago. 
A CNN reporter and camera crew approached an elderly female Trump supporter in public to confront her about promoting a pro-Trump social media account that was allegedly set up by Russians. On Tuesday night, the network aired a news segment showing reporter Drew Griffin asking the woman, identified as Florine Goldfarb, whether she knew she was involved with the allegedly Russian-established Facebook account being patriotic. But they, but the Russians were involved with you. Did you guys know that? Griffin asked Goldfarb. Uh, they weren't involved with us, Goldfarb said, telling the CNN crew to report its story correctly that members of her group were American supporters. Those were Russians, Griffin said, referring to being patriotic account, which organized a pro-Trump rally promoted by Goldfarb's old own Facebook account. They were not Russians. I don't go with Russians. So basically this guy accosted this woman in the front yard of her home in Florida because she was sharing information she thought was a Facebook page put together by Trump supporters. Turns out it wasn't. So, again, when Trump calls media enemy of the people, again, I don't like that, but it's getting really, really hard to defend these people because they certainly are not allies when they're pulling stuff like this, when they're threatening to dox people who put out a gift all in good fun that's shared by the president and, of course, anything that the president does enrages people. And these people that are enraged are going to want to enact some sort of retribution against those who show even tacit approval of Trump, much less indulge in his entertainment. So why, again, did they single out this lady specifically? Is she, like, the head of this particular organization, or why did they go to her? Well, I guess she was sharing a lot of the uh a lot of these posts from being patriotic. So she was like their social media manager. Apparently. Or well, not or not technically, but yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, she kind of took on the role because I mean, anybody okay. can hide behind a screen name and say, Hey, you want to be the admin of this page for us and yeah. go with it there. I just find it odd that they chose to single her out. But if that's the case, that yeah. kind of makes sense. But still the whole situation is just odd. They, they go to her house, right to her house, her yeah. front yard. Yeah. And again, I don't like, I can't emphasize enough. I don't like the phrase enemy, the people, but, when you pull garbage like this, uh, you're certainly not allies, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that much. And uh, you give Trump endless content and fodder uh, to go with this. So media has no one but themselves to blame, that's for sure. 651-289-448 is the number. To... One final segment coming up this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. 
According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I used to be contagious like the blue waves on my wall. Welcome back, AM 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. As we have been promoting uh, quite a bit on this broadcast and uh, through various commercials and whatnot, got a big Patriot event coming up this Saturday. It is entitled Dive In. Dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Of course, Dr. Gorka has a radio show on these very airwaves weekdays, 2 to 5 p.m. This is going to be a fascinating discussion. Dr. Gorka, of course, a former member of the Trump administration and has a very compelling personal story as well about how his family fled a communist country back in the day. And here to promote this fantastic event coming up is none other than Salem Twin Cities' own General Manager uh, Nick Anderson to uh, talk about uh, your opportunity. There are still a handful of tickets available, so folks, uh, you're going to want to act now. Uh, Nick Anderson, welcome uh, back to the broadcast. Good to have you on, on as always, sir. Always good to be here, Brad. Thank you. So uh, we do have, uh, it, do I have that correct? Uh, we didn't sell out in the last uh, 24 hours since you talked to Mitch, have we? You never know. I mean, these tickets all of a sudden just fly out the door uh, without a moment's notice. Uh, how are we looking uh, thus far? Is uh, There are some good tickets available, I'm assuming? We have some tickets available. The uh, the as I shared with Mitch, the the last five to seven days are typically our big ticket push for all of our news talk events, and uh, it's when they go uh, hot and heavy. So uh, you are right. We have some tickets available. Uh, the catch is it's the ninety nine dollar level price ticket. Uh, still, a, still a great ticket to get in. You get in, you get a dinner, uh, and you get to hear the message. The other levels, the other pricing levels, uh, have been sold out and have been sold out for several weeks. But the $99 ticket is still available. Uh, we've got a handful of those left. And, uh, yes, you can order them online by going to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the Dive In uh, ad, banner ad at the top of the page, and that will bring you right to the site. It's $99 a person, and that includes dinner and Dr. Gorka's message. So do we have kind of a sneak preview, uh, Nick Anderson, of what we're going to uh, hear from Dr. Gorka? I imagine some exploits, uh, having been an official in the Trump administration. uh, uh, Anything else that you can kind of tease the audience with as far as uh, what content will be? You know what? It's going to be an interesting uh, night. Uh, You know, Dr. Gorka uh, hit the airwaves on January 1st of this year. And as I shared with Mitch, um, this week was announced uh, in Talkers Magazine, which is an industry publication. He is ranked number 24 or 27 out of the heavy 100 talkers across the country. Wow. Uh, And that's that's, so that's not based on us. I mean, we think our guys are great. Of course. That's based on an industry industry, uh, publication. So it says a lot about what they think of the show, a lot about uh, the way he, he handles himself on the air. Um, and, and a bunch of other criteria that, that Talkers Magazine puts together. So it'll be interesting because, you know, he comes to, he's not a radio guy. He comes to the radio show with really an incredible background in security, religious freedom. As you shared earlier, his, his family escaped, uh, uh, communist, uh, communist, uh, 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 Hungary. And so it is, it is very, uh, interesting hearing his story. Uh, hearing how he uh, went to school overseas, uh, being involved in uh, the United States military, also being involved in the Trump administration. So we're going to dive into that, hence dive in uh-huh. with, with uh, dinner and discussion. You like how he did that? Yes. 
But, um, yeah, we're going to dive into a, a numerous things. Um, and, of course, what's really cool about the dive-in name is that we're not going to be having this at a traditional hotel ballroom. And there's nothing against those. We, we like those. They, they've always been great to us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we want to change up the events every once in a while, provide a new opportunity. So this year, or this event, we're going to be at the uh, – the uh, uh, aquarium, the Discovery Bay Aquarium at the Minnesota Zoo on Saturday. So, uh, you know, it kind of fits in the dive-in uh, reference theme, and, and uh, we should have an, uh, just an interesting talk. It's, we're going to have him. He's going to address the crowd. Uh, we're going to do some Q&A with him, and then we're going to have audience Q&A. So it should be, uh, should be a great event. Uh, looks like a fantastic menu on board, and so it should be, it should be wonderful. I'm absolutely looking forward to this venue. I personally have never been there myself, and just hearing the uh, pictorial descriptions that have been given by yourselves and obviously the commercials and whatnot, uh, I, uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I mean, the event in itself, like you said, Nick, we, we could hold it in a broom closet, and it would still be great as long as, uh, as, long as the listeners are there. But a venue like this, this is, uh, this is top-notch. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Nick, we only have about a minute or so to go. Uh, real quick, I know there are some listeners that have reached out to me in the past. They may not be as prolific users of the Internet as some of us are, and there's a few of them still out there. Is there like a general phone number people can call to maybe get some more information on these tickets in this event? Yeah, absolutely. You can call us at the radio station Monday through Friday, 30 to 5, 651-405-8800, 651-405-8800. We can answer any questions that you might have. Um, but if you, uh, but if you can, can, can work online, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the, click on the dive in banner ad. And on that page has all the information you need, uh, and it also has the place to buy tickets. So it should be a fantastic event. Uh, look forward to seeing our listeners come out strong for Dr. Gorka. Again, we have been joined by Salem Communications Twin Cities General Manager Nick Anderson promoting the fantastic event that is taking place this Saturday, June 15th. Nick, appreciate the time. Look forward to seeing you all on Saturday. Well, Brad, thank you for all you do for us on Sundays, and we'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday, uh, on Saturday. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up in mere moments right here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in a few. Go nowhere. Time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise downriver with friends on a paddleboard. No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north. Only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Varicose and spider veins. What a gift from my mom. She had them and I got them. Not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? That was it. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been treating vein disease for over 35 years. 
They're the largest and most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. The best part is Vein Clinics of America is coming to the Twin Cities this spring, and most insurance is accepted. So if you have tired, swollen, and painful legs or suffer from embarrassing varicose and spider veins like I did, you can now get world-class treatment for your legs right here in the Twin Cities at Vein Clinics of America. To learn more about location openings, call 800-593-4411. 800-593-4411. That's 800-593-4411. He served as Deputy Assistant to President Trump, and today he's a national radio host. But his beginnings were far more humble as his parents escaped a communist dictatorship. Sebastian Gorka exemplifies the American dream. Be inspired by his story at our exclusive event, Dive In, Dinner and Discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is sponsored by Minnesota's Closet and Storage Concepts. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.